You're with Julian on the brown note and you do have a right to protest COVID. You do have a right to protest lockdowns. Um, over the weekend in Sydney, we had the, um, and Brisbane, and I believe in uh, Melbourne, and possibly in South Australia, we had some uh, COVID anti-lockdown protests, which have been coming and aren't going to stop. Um, everyone's up in arms, everyone's going crazy, but broadly, I support their right to protest, and I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. Um, here, There are a number of factors involved. It's not complete support um but i'll get into that basically no protests are sanctioned ever by the police or the government we shouldn't only have protests that are uh, especially when we've got a right-wing government and a right-wing police force anything that you want to protest will probably be against the general consensus of the public which leans to being quite conservative there are always people that are massively against Black Lives Matter protests, environmental protests, and not just the police and not just the government, but also, you know, the, the talkback radio crowd and the conservative-leaning public. So for it to be anointed by those people, um, if I'm against that, then I'm in the boat with the people that would be against anything that I would want to protest. So I'd be a hypocrite. And the other thing is, what they're protesting isn't actually controversial. Everyone's acting like it's a very, very controversial thing. They're protesting the lockdowns. Now, that's not all of them, but we'll get to that as well. But the general consensus of the protest was against lockdowns. Two, our two biggest peers internationally, well, not including New Zealand, but the UK and America aren't doing lockdowns. The UK had something like 40,000 plus new cases a day last week, and they don't do lockdowns. So the idea that you have to do lockdowns, and that's no discussion, isn't true, because there are many countries that have gone a different route to Australia here. And testing the efficacy of lockdowns as well, as well as the impacts that it has on people, is fair. And it's not that crazy to protest that. Um, the elephant in the room here is the fact that the this is a unique scenario because they can transmit the very thing that's causing all the trouble i agree and they sh black lives matter protests last year they wore masks and they socially distanced so that is an element i do not support um how that fits in overall i'm not 100 percent sure because I, I i get the impression from the uproar and anger about it that people care much more about what they're protesting than the fact that they didn't do social distancing so on that side of things i kind of feel like the bigger element is not the fact that they weren't wearing masks and keeping a respectful distance away from each other but it was the fact that everyone has pushed these anti-lockdown people into the same basket and is firing hatred at them i'm not one of these people i'm pro-vaccine and relatively pro-lockdown though not 100 percent um the problems that we have here is that this protest movement isn't a complete whole people that protest black lives matter were all there because they were against systemic racism and they were broadly supportive of the same things all across the board 
They represented one ideal. The people at this lockdown protest represent not only a multitude of ideals, but very unspoken ones for a lot of them. So there are people who are genuinely in very bad economic hardship at the moment. And I said months and months ago about how this year would be worse. There's no job seeker, job keeper, access to superannuation. So a lot of the things that were testing people last year financially, you were supported by, uh, not everyone, but this year, most of that's gone. So this is going to be a much worse lockdown. I would suggest middle of September, likely the earliest date to come out unless they decide to abandon the whole process, but they won't. Um, but there are a whole other group of people involved in this protest. There's the anti-vax crowd, who themselves are a multitude of people. There's a QAnon crowd. There's the anti-government right-wing pro-Trump crowd, all merging and riding on the piggyback of people that are in economic hardship because of the lockdown. That's where I have a problem with this protest. A lot of people jumping on board a bandwagon just to bad faith actors using it for their own ends. So they sweep up people. You know, there was this um, woman on uh, went viral in Victoria with an impassioned piece about how she's lost her business, there's no support and so on. And then you get the QAnon anti-vax crowd coming and make her their queen, which wasn't the point of what she said at all. She was very much... She barely said a word that was supportive of QAnon or, anti, or the anti-vax movement at all. Um, and they sort of jumped on board her and lifted her up as a queen. So there's bad faith actors in amongst this movement. Um, <clears throat> and we know that the, uh, the protests were fomented in online forums where these very dark... Once you go from the anti-vax movement through QAnon... You are in a world of deep racism, right-wing nationalism, very unsavoury characters, really unsavoury politics. And they use these sort of branches saying, you know, we're, we're, we're against government tyranny and all of this stuff. Why don't you come and have a look at our wares in our shop? Have a look at our Mein Kampf collection. Um, so they're, they're, they're scumbags that are also infecting this movement. There's also a lot of chances, a lot of charlatans trying to make a name for themselves. A lot of people that are, you know, launching their own sort of um, media personality and hitching their, Katie Hopkins being a, a great example, hitching their bandwagon to it as well, because it's an easy way to get some views. Um, but the other elephant in the room here is the, the media. Far more people are being angered into action about lockdowns and COVID by the right-wing media that is mainstream media than they are by these online forums. Sky News at Night is regularly giving airtime to people like Alan Jones who are slamming the lockdown and slamming the whole process. <coughs> and occasionally, our major politicians are slamming the whole idea of getting vaccinated. So these are people at the top tier of publicity. No one watches Sky News, but all the other media then promotes it on Facebook and on, on their own news articles. They report Sky News far more than anyone actually watches it. They give massive airtime, like with Trump. They give airtime to these stories saying, oh my God, isn't this terrible? And then lots of people see it and they jump on board. And they're the people that are actually promoting these 
protests. You get, you know, some whack job politician that wants to make a name for himself will go on uh, Sky News unfiltered, claiming to be, you know, against vaccination and against lockdowns. And these people are given huge amount of airtime and kudos, and they're not challenged because they're in the echo chambers of right-wing media. And you have them coming in on talkback radio and promoting this ideology because it suits their chance of profile where they're just actually doing it to big their own name up. They don't stand for anything. They don't even know what most of it stands for. So we've got to be really careful here because there are people that have a genuine reason to protest the lockdown method. And those are people that are losing their income. And that's not a small thing. If pe people will look outside and say, well, how many people are going to get sick? I'm losing my home. I can't afford to feed my kids. And this is happening all over Australia, but primarily at the moment in New South Wales. And it's going to continue and these protests aren't going away. But we are trapped by our own luck. I did a piece a while back saying about how Australia just rode its luck and pretended that everything was okay and we didn't have to do anything because it went right for us the first time. What that didn't do is make us immune to caring about lots and lots of people dying. In the UK, in America, and in Italy, and in other places, they had, very quickly, thousands and thousands of people dying, straight away. They got used to it. For them, having 45,000 cases last week, they actually removed all restrictions on being locked down, which might end up creating an even worse form of the virus than the Delta variant. But the thing is, we didn't have any of those deaths. We never had a major outbreak in Australia. So there is now no politician in this country that will ever wear those deaths. And no matter how much people will quite reasonably say in comparison to other nations, why are we doing the lockdown thing? No one in this country, in a political sphere, is going to wear those deaths because they will get called a murderer. So we are stuck with lockdowns until we reach that vaccination rate. And then they will actually probably have more people die because they will open up and they won't shut down like we're doing now. But no one can say anything. So we are stuck with lockdowns. And whether it was the right thing to do in the first place, it is never going to stop the virus. The only thing that will ever move us into a position of being able to function as a normal society, as they are now doing in the UK and America, is have more than 50% of the population vaccinated. And that's not happening probably before Christmas. So we are stuck with lockdowns.